Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. What you doing? Trying on glasses with Zenny's 3D virtual try-on. Wow, that's pretty cool. But those glasses kind of make you look like your Uncle Bob. Oh, not exactly the look I was going for. Um, okay, how about these clear glasses? Oh, or these round ones? Very on trend. I like both on you. You know, I also like these aviator sunglasses. Wait, are those the actual prices? I say get all of them. Seriously, why not, right? Oh, now I want new glasses. Zenni.com. Quality prescription glasses starting at six ninety five. With Bruce Buffer. And now, it's time for the voice of mixed martial arts. We are it's Bruce Buffer. Bruce Buffer. From the shores of Malibu, where the waves are pumping. To the Great Wall of China and back to the streets of Las Vegas, where the UFC is coming. We are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show we talk about what you think about but may be afraid to voice. Do not worry. We will voice it for you. We talk about everything on It's Time. We talk about President Trump, COVID-19, politics, sex, drugs, rock and roll, movie, TV, UFC. You name it, we talk about it. We're here with a very good show today. I'm here with my partner and co-host, TJ DeSantis. TJ, how are you? Trying not to have a coronary because the audio right now is a little bit crazy. That's what happens when you're a radio guy and you start producing things on Zoom during a pandemic, but we'll get through it. All right, sounds good. Well, it's worth it because right now we have a very special guest. We've got the UFC fighter, a man who's going to fight for the championship belt, the middleweight division, Paulo Costa, along with his manager, his business manager, Tal Farhi. And hi, Tal. Hi, Paulo. Bon dia, Paulo. Hello, Mr. It's very good to be here. Thank you for having me here with you guys. Hey, TJ, thank you. Tal is my, my big friend. This guy is a machine, a real machine. He's very smart. He thinks so so fast, so quickly. And Bruce, thank you. I'm so glad. Very happy to have you on, Paulo. And above all, before I forget, of course, Mama Buffer says hi. Okay? I said, I said give your best. She president, loves you, president of the fan club, I believe. President of the Paulo Costa fan club is my mother, Connie Buffer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, hey, guys, well, so, sorry. I am, I am on, on my TV. I am on the middle of my mat, so, so, so I could be here with no shit and stuff. Man, we're That's sorry. Me. We're we're interrupting the man here who's on a mission for gold, Buff. Jeez. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know your big fight is in September, Paulo, with Israel Adesanya. Um, I know there's been a lot of buildup. I know there's been a lot of talk back and forth. Is there truly bad blood between you? Yes, this is true. It's not fake. Uh, I, I I cannot like that guy. I you know I, I think you not have uh, nothing in common. You know, I think he's not respect guy respectful guy and uh he's, he talks a lot about bad things he talks a lot about the twin towers on america so i feel bad for for the people 
I am not American, but even uh, I, I feel a great, a great feelings for for the American people. So I think it's not it's not it's not uh, a correct action from a champion and we UFC champion. So that's why I, I don't agree with him. Yeah. Well, you know, things have been said back and forth. Now, when you're in a situation with a fighter like Israel Adesanya, who you do not like, as you say, does this make a difference in your attitude towards the fight, how you want to fight him, and how you want to beat him? Does it make – do you get emotional during these times, or is it business only? You know, I, I, you cannot uh, separate 100% this this stuff, the, the, the feelings – I, I have a little bit emotion on this fight, but I know I, I, be, I need to be cold, you know, to make my strategy, my game plan, and my skills show up to to make a real good fight. Right. I pretend, yeah, can, can you understand what I mean? Okay. Yep. So, uh, that's it, but, you know, when I go inside the cage, I try to use like 20% uh, of my angry against him to help me go so fierce and, 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 and you know, knock him out. Now, when you, look at it, when you look at Israel Adesanya and you realize the way he fights, you realize the way he punches, how he has taken people out, you have a great ability to handle a punch, Paulo. Your your physicality, your conditioning is amazing. I've seen you 40 pounds overweight, and I look at you now, and you're like ready to go right now. You you trim down amazingly so. Your your training is very strenuous, very, very strong. How is the training going to be different when you're thinking about a Muay Thai fighter like, his, like Adesanya and the fact that he uses his reach so much to keep you away? Do you have a certain way that you plan on fighting him in this case? Or is it just the old Paulo Costa, go in there and just get it done? No. N need, to be, uh, need to pay attention on his reach, of course. Uh, because he's so long, maybe the most tall guy, the most, maybe he has the, the most reach on this division. So I need to, to cut the angles, not go, not go just forward, you know, just need to go to the angle, like right or left, to, to make like a, a counter power, you know, when he, he straight his jab or he straight, I need to pass my head for the side of his hand to, to touch him with my, 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 my hands or my kicks. So I have, I, I, I brought uh, two big guys here, the same size of the Sanya, one guy, He's taller than the sun, so I'm ready to beat him. I will be prepared. I, I will be, uh, you know, my team and, and me and myself, we know already what that we need to do to, to beat him, to beat his reach. I also think the fact that you fought Uriah Hall, you know, when you did fight him back in 2018, uh, looking at your record and the people that you fought, it was probably the first person that you fought that was of a Muay Thai or a kickboxing type status and style. Did, and Uriah Hall, you took out with the TKO and punches. Um, and when you did do it, you know, it was basically in the second round. In that first round with Uriah Hall fighting the way he fights, did that cause you any issues when he came at you? Yes, yeah. 
you know, uh, some guys don't, don't give uh, a good credit to Ray Hall as you, you, you do. You do a, a good credit to, to Hall because to me, he is very, very fast, very quickly, so uh, have a good skills. And maybe he, he faster, faster than Adesanya. Adesanya is tall, but, but uh, Rahal has good skills and I can handle for him. So I believe that everything is strategy, you know, how, how you make these things happen. Uh, I went forward like a Paul Costa pam, 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 against Rahal because he has the, the same reach of me, so I, 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 ha, I, I hasn't this problem against him, but against Adesanya, I need to pay a little bit attention on his, his reach. After that, I will be inside, and so I will do what, what I do of the best is, you know, uh, go around power and, and try to finish the, the fight with voice shots and headshots. Right, and, and any any interest to take him to the ground? Sorry, TJ. Any interest to take him to the ground? Sorry? Do you have any interest in taking him to the ground? Or do you want to keep yeah. him standing up? This is a, this, this can be a good way. I, I'm training, I'm training Jiu-Jitsu right now, wrestling with, with my, my guys here, my, my, my training partners. So I, I will be able to, to put him down. Gotcha. Go ahead, go ahead TJ. Uh, there's a saying, um, you're only as good as your last fight. And, you know, I think that's unfair because if we look at Israel Adesanya, we know he's a very good fighter. But in his last fight against Yoel Romero, a lot of people were critical of his performance. What were your thoughts, uh, Paulo, about Israel's fight against Romero? And do you think that he will have any sort of similar approach against you coming up in September? Will he be more of a counterfighter or someone who sits back like he did in the Romero fight? So I, I don't understand the... So okay, we'll take care of it. No, no, no. no. Let, 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 it's fine. Let me shorten it up a little bit. Okay, go ahead. In, in his last fight with Romero, um, Israel was uh, a little hesitant. He was slower. He wasn't ag aggressive. Do you feel like he'll be like that with you, or do you think he'll be more aggressive? If my, my, my next fight would be so aggressive, it, it would oh, be... He said to you, he was you Israel will be less aggressive than he was in the last fight. Can be, can be. Uh, I I don't know what, what happened on his mind because he he freezing he, he freeze against Romero, right? I don't know what what, what happened on his mind on you know what his what he thought. Uh, I I really don't know, but I will not. The difference between my next fight against him. And his last fight against Romero is because I will not be stand like Romero, you know, stood. If if he freeze, I will keep pressure, keep keep pushing him, you know. So because uh, I'm not afraid to be to be gas out. Como buffalo. Como buffalo. Como like buffalo. <laughs> not like a buffalo. I will be smart in buffalo, but. <laughs> With same power. <laughs> yes. Uh, is that right? The book? Yes. Book, book. This guy, this guy is 
call me, uh, how you say, Brazilian bull? Brazilian bull. Brazilian the Brazilian bull. bull. That's not his nickname. It's just, it, it, it talks about his strength and his going forward mentality. Yes. Yes, it's, yeah. it's a good nickname. I mean, if you wanted to use that, it's a pretty it's a damn good nickname. nickname. It's yeah. a second nickname. We'll call it. It's not, it's not a nickname, just a trademark like that. There you it's go. a trademark. We'll, we'll, right. we'll exactly. show you guys on Friday what it's all about. There we go. Yeah. Buffer, Buffer knows all about trademarks. Oh, yeah, I do. Don't worry. <laughs> all good. Yeah, so I, I think that, you know, if he stood off my, my, the front of me, it would be a, a great mistake. From him, you know, hey. he cannot, he cannot stood, you know, front of me. He cannot, so he need to move a lot. He need to move a lot. That's why I think he refused to fight on UFC Apex because he's small cage, maybe. You know, and I, I cannot be sure, but I think, I think that, I think Let's, he. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, let me let me jump in here real quick. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, I'm TJ. Curious, um, you know, you mentioned the the Apex. That's one of the uh, byproducts of this pandemic. You know, there are fights being held there. Um, how has the pandemic and, and COVID nineteen affected you, Paula? What? Uh, no worries, no worries. I think his phone's even afraid of this man. He doesn't yeah. want anything to do with him. That's up. right. The, the girls <laughs> like the picture he put up. That, that I think he, I think he saw Tamara come right behind him and he dropped the phone. I don't know if you guys noticed that. Yeah. No, okay. no, no worries. How how has COVID nineteen impacted you and your training, Paulo? Is it has it had an effect on you? Yes, uh, affected you a bit because we need to stop the gym. You know, need to close the gym here. We not have our students come. Just my, my training partners, you know, uh, we, we do, we put just, just uh, the people that I need on each training. So we have here now three coats and three sparrings. That's, that's it. So, but after, after all, not that too much, you know, I, I can see training, I can see you on good, good shape. Uh, lost weight, and uh, the, the, the things here going going well. Not not so good, you know. We have a little bit. We need to be careful to not have a, a, a lot of contact with another people. After all, is is good. Yeah, it's it's important to be careful down there right now because as we all know, Brazil is a major hotspot for COVID nineteen. It's very dangerous down there right now, as far as yeah. you know, getting it. So you stay safe and train safe when you're doing that. Uh, we need you fresh and we need you COVID clean and we need you ready to rock and roll in the octagon against Israel Adesanya in September. I got a really yeah. big question for you though, Paulo. You and I are friends and we've been out to dinner a couple of times in the last you know eight months or so. And one thing you expressed to me, if I can bring it up on the thing, I know that. Um, many women are happy for you, but they're also unhappy the fact that you have a wonderful girlfriend and you're in a very serious relationship. But you did tell me that if you win the championship, you may have a very special announcement or a question to ask your girlfriend when you win the belt. Is that still in your head? Yeah, it's still in my head. My friend to be married with her. She's a very good girl. She helped me a lot. You know, she love you, Bruce. She love you all also. You are a good friend of mine, of us. 
And uh, I believe that. I believe after get the belt, I, I'd like to fight one more time on this year. You know, if God bless me, I beat Adesanya, everything going well, not injuries. I'd like to fight one more time in December. But after that, on New Year, after all this, all this great stuff of COVID-19, I plan to get married. That's awesome, Paulo. Make sure that you let me know as you will, and I want to do something very special for your wedding. Of course, my friend. Of course. Absolutely. Very, very special for you. Um, Paulo, what is going to be – is this going to be the most exciting moment in your life when you put that belt around your waist, being that that happens that night? I mean, is this something you dream about and, and live for every day? Is it like the most motiva motivating factor in your life you've ever experienced is to do that? Not just beating the man, Israel Adesanya, in a perfect world, putting that gold, feeling Dana White put that belt around you. I would have to think that as a fighter, as every fighter dreams about it, this is something you must fantasize about every single day of your life to motivate you to do the training that you're doing. Yes. Yes. No doubt about that. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah, this is my, my, my big goal from my whole life. <laughs> I was a kid, uh, watch TV, seeing seen you, you know, and the shows of UFC. I, you know, it's, a, it's actually a big dream from my, my, uh, from my since I was uh, very young. So. My next step is fight. You, I try not 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 think about that about this fight with a lot of emotion like that. Ah, this is a the huge fight, the fight of my life. But I know the you know the the real uh, what what this mean to me. You know, is the big thing. But I try not not make this uh, trouble. My, my performance. I doubt your performance is going to be terrible, Paulo. I'm sure you're going to be in there top notch. You're going to get your all. You're going to put it all on the line. And you know, there's so much going on in your life. You're fighting for the championship. You're fighting for pride. You're fighting for honor. At the same time, your manager, Tal Farhi, he has a movie being made about you, a documentary. Yes. Yes. Uh, I just like to, to say, I, I fight for, not not only to me, you know, to my whole family. We came from, from a part of Brazil is, is a pool party, a pool, pool part of Brazil, you know, the pool. Or, uh, it's a pool party. Poor party. Yes. And uh, so I, I need to fight for my family, for my, for the people and show for the, the, the kids around my, my city, around my house, everything is possible. If the people believe on, on himself and with hard work, they, they can do what, what he wants. That, that, that's my, my big goal. Absolutely. I'm with you all the way on that. And I do think that you're working your way with what I call the it factor that you have. And you could be one of the best role models in the sport of UFC and mixed martial arts. Stick to your guns, Paulo. Stick to everything you're doing. Don't change your ways. Train hard. I'm looking forward to a great fight in September. May the best man win. You know, I'm there as an equal opportunity. I'm going to announce you and Israel in the same fashion. But I want to see a great fight. And it would be fantastic to see you win the championship because I know how much it means to you. Um, and, of course, Israel is, you know, carrying that belt and that gold so proudly now. But uh, may the best man win that night. But I'll be there for you, my friend. Tall, give us uh, just a quick 
you know, minute because we got to go here on the movie sure. that you're making with uh, with Paula. <clears throat> so, uh, so we're working on a lot of things outside the octagon, as you said, Bruce, and uh, we're very fortunate to have uh, a subject like Paulo Costa who can meet uh, many people's requirements when it comes to uh, branding and marketing. So we decided to create uh, an opportunity, or we have an opportunity to create a film that really goes inside uh, his life from when he was nine years old all the way, all the way to right now uh, at 29 years old. And uh, give you guys the inside scoop of what, what Paulo the Eraser Costa Borashina and why he fights for his family and the honor and uh, his country and so it's going to be like a version of uh, you know like almost like a rocky for brazil but it's for everybody around the world to see who paulo costa is and we were looking for a voice for the movie but we don't know what we're going to do so we're, we're hoping that some guy uh, will join us in the film and uh, narrate it for us so we'll, we'll see we're going to find that guy no that way he's was... talking about Bruce Buffer. I mean, no, that's I... my gig. That's my gig. In a world I... where Paulo Costa I... has dominated the world. Get ready. Well, it, it, it happens to be Bruce Buffer. Bruce, can I announce what? it? Yes, go ahead. This... It's okay. All right, Bruce Buffer is, is the narrator for this film. And we also have some wonderful people uh, in it. And uh, it'll be very surprising people that will pop up in it that'll do jujitsu and spar with Paulo. But more importantly, you're going to get to know Paulo Costa and you're going to get to see a real champion on the big screen. Well, if you need a fat, pasty white guy, I'm your guy. <laughs> I, I have to recommend to you that that's not your intro every time you sell yourself for a job, but it, it works. I, I actually think uh, you, you don't look fat or pasty at all right now, man. Because you well, just. You know, well, Zoom, Zoom takes off 48 pounds. You didn't know? <laughs> well, listen, guys, um, we've got a wrap. And Paula's got to get back to training. One Paul, more thing, Bruce. One more thing. We've got a, a website coming out on Friday. Paulo's cool. website is going to be called BrazilianBull.com. And that is going to be a website where you can buy the most amazing eraser clothes that you can ever see. And we're going to be giving a portion of the website profits, a real big portion, to charities in, in favelas, in, in Rio, in Belo, and all the different Minas Gerais, and we're going to give some of that money right to them before the fight. So we want Very everybody cool. to buy clothes on his fight uh, awesome. website, and uh, you guys will see some amazing products. BrazilianBull.com. Cool. We're on it. I'm ready. I like that. BrazilianBull.com. Make a tweet about it. I'll retweet it out for you and Paul. Yeah, it'll be launching on Friday. Fantastic. I can't wait for my extra large shipment. <laughs> hey, uh, Mama Buffer first. She gets the first first shirt oh she's okay. probably already made her mother, orders my goodness your mother gets the first shirt bruce thank you mama buffer you know she's waiting for that she'll wear that with pride every time uh, believe me the night follow fight she'll be in that shirt watching my mom puts on a ufc shirt just to watch the pay-per-views but she's not going to not yeah. put on paulo costa shirt trust yeah, me and you send a special special thing to to his mom to his mom with my signature and i, I will go there give give uh uh for my hands to, to, to her. Uh, oh, that's nice. You're beautiful. She's so, you're, you're... Beautiful. She's so, so, so beautiful. Uh, so, uh, it's amazing. Thank you, Paulo. Thank you. She's going to probably tear up when she watches the podcast hearing you say that about her. It's very nice of you. Paulo, I, I think you're a very special man. Um, I think you're a very special fighter. But in our friendship and getting to know you, I really think you're a very, very special man. And I hope you continue that as you go on to greater greatness for yourself. 
And my best wishes to you and your family, to you and your girlfriend getting married, to you re realizing all the ultimate happiness and goals that you want to achieve in life. And Tall, take care of him. You're a great guy too. And you're my friend also. And I know you take good care of him. So gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on the show. Paulo, thank I can't you, wait DJ. to be in the octagon with you, Paulo. I can't you wait spoke. to be in the octagon. I can't wait to be here. And to you say, and you. <laughs> okay, will, my friend. It will I be a pleasure for you that will be, uh, you know, a complement of all my dreams. You know, get my belt and hear you say, and you. Okay? Can't wait. Thank you very much. Obrigado, my friend. Advancements in the medical field are giving nurses faster, more effective results than ever before. They should expect the same from their education, too. Capella University's game-changing FlexPath format allows you to set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move faster through your program. So the faster you move, the more money you save. When you're ready, we'll be here. Visit capella.edu for a trial course at no cost to you. Capella University. Don't just learn, learn smarter. Hi, this is Stephanie from Safeway. Exciting news! Safeway, Chevron, and Texaco are offering even more savings at the pump. Now through September 8th, shop at Safeway and redeem up to $1 per gallon in gas rewards at participating Chevron and Texaco stations and at Safeway fuel stations. Shop Safeway this week and earn up to $1 per gallon in gas rewards. This is Stephanie from Safeway, and we'll see you soon. Maximum gas reward at participating Chevron or Texaco stations is $1 per gallon in a single fill-up, up to 25 gallons for a limited time. Other restrictions and exclusions apply. See complete details in-store or at Safeway.com. Bon dia. Bon dia. Bon Bye. Well, that was a lot of fun, TJ. You know, Paulo Costa is one of my favorite fighters amongst all the many favorite fighters, which pretty much is every fighter because I love all the fighters so much. But, you know, certain people do stand out. And aside from being a gentle giant, or as Joe Rogan puts it, the finest looking male human being on the face of the earth or whatever he said. It. Right, yeah. Um, and then, you know, when I talk about things like, and he means it, you know, it's a beautiful thing to see a man who has the world by his tail, who go play the bachelor of the, uh, the world, you know, if that's possible in COVID-19 status right now. But all he wants to do is be successful, take care of his family. Right. And, and marry his, the woman who he's truly in love with. And look how he talked about my mom. Okay. Right. He's yeah. not just going to send a t-shirt. He wants, he comes to LA all the time. Right. He already visited her once at his house, at her house, surprise mm -hmm. her. And when he says he's going to do that, trust me, He's going to do that. Oh, know? he'll probably hand deliver that T-shirt. He will hand deliver it. I know him. He will. So aside from what he's doing for my family, my mother, whatever, I just appreciate fine human beings. And I've never seen one thing show anything less than that being the case with Paulo Costa. And I wish yeah. him all the success. I really do. I mean, we've talked in the past about having that uh, sort of special, you know, it factor. I mean, yeah, I hate exactly. to call it that, but like he's no, so true. incredibly charismatic. He like he truly is. And, you know, it, it helps Bruce that uh, he can also destroy people in the octagons. So. Yeah, I can destroy him, but he's humble. Um, you know, I think it's all obvious. I think our audience got it. So I, we were lucky because he's not an easy interview to get. I don't see him being interviewed by a lot of people. So we're very, no. very lucky. With that. Well, I mean, he, I, he literally stopped training to do this interview. You could tell. I like, I, I mean, he was still sweaty. So uh, yeah. we, were, we were fortunate enough to get him. And uh, yeah, that was awesome. Very cool. And more UFC talk. Obviously, UFC fight night Saturday, August 1st. It's the first of five shows at the UFC Apex, of which I will be announcing four of them. Starting on August 1st, I mean, you look here, you got Joanne Calderwood coming in against Jennifer Maya, which is, you know, Joanne's always fun to watch. Jennifer Maya's tough as tough can be. Yeah, it's former Invicta champion. Exactly. I was kind of, actually, you beat me to it. I, I did a little homework and was going to say that. 
Um, and thank well, you I'm so at Invicta right now. You know, Are I'm you sitting here in my quarantined room. Uh, hopefully going to get cleared by the end of the day, but uh, I don't know. We'll find well, out. Well, you will be. You will be, hopefully. And, well, and I'm sure I'll be cleared. Good. I just don't know if it'll happen today. No, usually. Well, anyway, I know how it works with us. So I got to wait for oh, that phone man. call. I got to wait that I don't get a phone call by 10 o'clock the following morning. But good luck with that. that that's kind of uh, what it is. Well, like when it gets too long, Bruce, you're like, okay, is everything okay? This is one of those situations where it's no news is good news. You know what I mean? It's like when I, I told you before, when I got the first AIDS test, you know, when I got my blood test, it tests for AIDS, you know, year, many years ago, you know, mm. when you should test for, when you get a blood test, you should know if you're an active individual, you should always test for whatever, you know? Um, and I remember that, you know, that was part of the thing. And when they called back, I called the doctor for the results and the doctor said, uh, the lady said, hold on, the doctor wants to talk to you. And I had to sit on hold for a minute. And it's like, you know, you wonder what goes through your head. And not that I was worried about anything. Um, it no, was but just still, an like, panel, but still. It's abnormal then, that the doctor wants to speak with you. You know what I mean? Like that must have been the longest minute of your life. Yeah, it is, especially when he gets on the news and, you know, or he gets on the thing and he says, um, you know, I need to talk to you. I go, okay, you're good. Everything's clear. Thanks, doc. I just had a, uh, I just had a heart attack off and on for about Yeah, like what did he want? Do you remember what he actually wanted? I think my cholesterol was probably a little higher than it should have been at the time. Which yeah, is and your blood now. pressure. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Listen, wow. as an adult, and I, and I think it's important, whenever you do, you should always get an STD panel if you're, you're an active adult. It's very important. It's just like anything else. You need to make sure that you're healthy for everybody else around you. You know? I mean, health is health. Uh, go take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Exactly. It's the uh, name of the game. So now, with that being said, and I don't know how we got off that subject, but... <laughs> anyway, what we do here on it's time we're, yeah we're sammy when you need her oh, i like man. to hear what her first blood test for that was too how she freaked out okay now uh covid19 news uh getting back to ufc excuse me ufc on saturday very exciting uh good solid show kevin holland trevin giles landa Venata, bobby green you know coming in vincente luque and randy brown which should be a really good brawl frankie signs jonathan martinez ed herman haven't seen him for a while coming back with gerald mershart uh, and Ray Borg, who fought recently, and uh, Nate Maness. Um, good card. Looking forward to it. I'll see you from the Octagon on Saturday. Let's go into some news here. The COVID-19 situation is worse than ever. Um, here in California now, I'm very unhappy to announce that we're surpassing Florida and Texas and becoming the number one state in the country. Yeah, I mean, is it worse than ever, Bruce? Because I'm not saying it that it's seems, not. It just seems like we're still in state. Right. I'm not saying that it's not worse than ever. But it's like worse than ever seems to change every week and like i i don't know how bad it can get until it can't get worse you know what i mean like what it what is what is the ceiling for getting worse i don't know well the ceiling for getting worse obviously is right. less infections you know no no than last worse. week right right getting no no right yeah so the ceiling is whatever is less than you know, less of infections next week than the week before. You know what I mean? So it's like if we set the bar at 10 and next week we only have eight, then yes, 10 is worse than eight. So, but it just, I don't know. I want the worst to already be in the past. I want it to be in the past too, but we know the potential of it for reigniting and everything is in the future. We're going to go through this for six to 12 months. It's unavoidable, but. I thought uh, the sun was supposed to kill it, Buff. What happened to that? Yeah, tell that to Arizona when it hit uh, record, right. world record-breaking uh, COVID-19 cases with 110-degree temperatures. So I don't think that's really the issue. No, look, it's bleach. It is you what, drink bleach. I just want to open up the paper and look at uh, the news sources that I look at and see that ICU beds are empty. 
that deaths are down, that infections are down, and that everybody's wearing their mask and doing what it takes so that this happens. You know? That's not going to happen anytime soon. No, I know. And I hate being a pessimist, but let's go on to some optimistic stuff. If there's ever anything optimistic to talk about. I hope so. I mean, real world uh, situations, it's very rare that we have uh, you know, optimistic stories, but let's go. Yeah. Well, the California State Athletic Commissioner, the California State is now saying that boxing and mixed martial arts uh, and sports are okay to resume in California without audiences. And I'm sure you have to have a certain amount of safety and protocol in place. Right. Uh, obviously, the Tachi Palace was a place that Dana White and, and Powers of B wanted to put on the UFC back in April. He said he would bring the show back there. I would venture to guess that with COVID-19, safety and protocol, everything set for the UFC Apex Center in Las Vegas, that unless we're on Fight Island, all shows will be run from Las Vegas until further notice. I don't see any shows in California until there's an audience to be had. That's just my layman's guess. Sure. I am not the power that be. And, and my, my thing is this, if there's no audience, why would you ever leave the Apex? You know what I mean? If you're going to yeah, stay stateside, it just doesn't, doesn't make any sense to have any uh, extra cost to travel to a different place if you can't let people in. Yeah, it does exactly right. It doesn't make any sense at all. All the safety protocols in place, and why go through spending a whole bunch of money right. to move everything? You know, it's a bad, it's a bad business decision. It, it'd be great for you. That's a little bit less of a drive out there to Lemoore than uh, Las Vegas, but you know, actually, it's about the same. It's, uh, it's not. three hours to Lemoore, and it only takes me uh, four to four and a half to Vegas. Okay, well, sorry, you you got a lead foot then. 105 miles average an hour on my last trip over there, which was a little crazy, I know, but it oh was an empty road. Oh, my God. My car can do 150, and you know, I, had to, I had to press the metal and enjoy the ride. Yeah, just because it can do 150 doesn't mean it should do 150. But uh, once I, you're, I once you're about to – Oh, good. I was just going to say, once you get like north of Victorville, like you're over it. Like you just want to get there. It's just too yeah, long of a drive. It, it's an easy drive. It's all good. I'm fine. Yeah. No, but, no I mean, problem. if your car can go 105 miles an hour, I mean – you might as well, right? When in Rome. I don't, I don't know why I admitted to breaking the speed limit, but it was just a test, folks. It was just a test. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, CHP guys that are waiting for Buffer to make that trek. Uh, we're just kidding. This is a show for entertainment purposes only. Purposes only. Right. TJ, with sports opening up and everything, all I'm reading about, every, every time I open the paper, this morning I'm reading about, you know, 19 baseball players testing positive here, 75 yeah. testing positive here players like for the Philadelphia Eagles, like Marcus uh, Goodwin, who now is refusing to play. Oh, the NFL, uh, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen no. either. In his I, case, I, all he could think about, and he just signed a one-year contract with the Philadelphia Eagles, all he could think about is his five-year-old child. That's all he could think yeah, about. Yeah. I, I, I don't think football as a whole is going to go off this year. I don't think we're going to see college football. Um, you know, baseball and things like that, uh, the 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 – Nature of the game lends its – I mean, in baseball, every position, you're essentially social distancing. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Uh, but, like, with football, those guys are literally on top of each other every play. Uh, I feel like even if someone were exposed or infected in baseball, it's not going to get around the way that we've seen with some of these football teams. And uh, it just seems like a tall task to try to get football going where other sticking ball sports like baseball seem to be – Okay, I won't say they're doing great because I think the Marlins, the Miami Marlins are now suspended from play until next Monday. Because um, of the COVID cases? Yeah, yeah, multiple players yeah. on that team and I think their manager as well. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really a problem. You know, you talk about baseball too. It, Fox, uh, I know the Dodgers were using cardboard cutouts in the T audience. Yeah. Fox yeah. using CGI, you know, fan I think reactions. that's ridiculous. I get rid of the fan reaction and the CGI. Just, like, just watch the game. Just right, watch that's the what game. I'm saying. I mean – 
if if sports are going to take anything from the UFC, which just by operating during this time, they already have taken something from the UFC. Yeah. Um, take the idea that we can hear and listen to the game in a completely different way than we ever have been able to before. And I'm sorry. I would love to hear baseball without piped in noise. What does that sound like when, uh, you know, a, a walk-off home run happens, you know, like that is something special that we've never experienced before. We've seen that in the UFC with, you know, these strikes and, and things like that landing with such an impact that has never really been able to transfer through the television the way that it has. Embrace it, guys. Don't, don't make a mockery of it. Embrace it. And one thing I always love in baseball is hearing the crack of the bat on the ball. Oh, yeah. And, and the audience in baseball, even though there's 50, sometimes it's 100,000, whatever the stadium is, the audience never overrides the excitement on the, on the field such as the audience in the UFC can override right. anything from my announcing well, to what we're hearing. You hear everything with such clarity. Yeah. And I don't like comedy shows on TV when they put it in a laugh track. I just no. like everything to be real, but you know what? Let yeah. them do what they're going to do. They're going to find out what works right. And we'll uh, see as things develop. We're all trying new stuff. As a matter of fact, I don't know if you know this or not. Patrick Mahomes just signed a $500 million deal. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, $500 yeah, million. That was a few Jesus. weeks ago, right? Yeah. A few weeks ago, but now he's mm -hmm. the king of Kansas city. He's becoming part of the Kansas city Royals owner he's going to own oh the really Royals baseball team yeah wow i mean th that's not shocking we've seen a lot of athletes kind of get involved in in other sports like for Smart. example magic johnson uh owns a chunk of the dodgers um magic I, johnson for the record is one of the best businessmen i've ever met in my life yeah i mean and he he has a love for everything that he does it seems he's you incredible. know when he's when he's, he's on board it's not like he's just licensing his name to anything no. like he's getting his elbows dirty you know he's, he's going to work He's got a Midas touch. He's done a lot for the black community. He's done a lot for areas here in Los Angeles. Um, you know, the Magic Johnson theaters, everything. I mean, he's an yeah. amazing businessman. He and his group that are together, his agent and partner, Lon Rosen, they do an amazing job. They really do. Yeah. But what I, what yeah. I was going to say, Bruce, it's a natural sort of transition, I think, for a lot of players to kind of get involved with that because at, at one point or another, their playing career is going to be over what better way to continue your career, not necessarily maybe coaching, you know, in the, in the same sport, but trying to get involved in the business side. Once you're a professional athlete and you've done those deals and, and know what it's like to, you know, be involved, whether it's in football or baseball or vice versa, uh, I think, you know, as long as you have the ability and, and the mindset to be involved, you know, ownership and, and working with that front office and stuff is, is a fantastic uh, transition. Well, it's like I say to fighters in UFC, think beyond your guns because, you know, careers are short-lived. Some are long-lived, but there's right. no guarantees. Speaking about careers and speaking about throwing it down the tubes, you watch ballers, right? Yeah, I watched – uh, yeah, the, the season finale or series finale happened last year, I think. Yeah, and, well, who knows? They could bring it back. Such a popular I don't think show. That, I don't think so. Did you see with The Rock and another football player named Dana Stubblefield who was on the show? Um, I didn't see any. They, they had like funny. a – they had a rivalry. They had a bit of a fight. Dana Stubblefield is a very, very um, well-known, you know, NFL player. Okay. His career now has gone down the tubes. Um, he basically faces life in prison. What? This week he was found guilty of raping a mentally disabled woman stemming from a 2015 incident. Now, this is not an accusation. This is not a arrest that's been made. This is an ongoing thing. He was convicted. Okay. So he has been first arrested in 2016. He went on a babysitting website, invited the person to his Santa Clara home. Uh, supposedly, they claim that she had um, some mental handicap issues uh, and a rape ensued of which he has been found guilty. 
And uh, the hearing is not till August 29th, but he could face up to 15 years in prison to life in prison. He was married at the time of the incident. Since then, his wife has filed for divorce uh, right before the allegations went public. They have two children together. It's amazing. We see people with a glorious career and they just go down. Now, I talk about this because the man has been convicted. Right. Means he's guilty. Okay. Well, I, I just, I don't it's know. Hard it's hard to comment. It's hard to comment. There's just, nothing to say here. Like I'm, uh, I'm happy we're on video because honestly, like the expression on my face, I think yeah, says yeah. it all because there, there aren't words for that. There, there aren't like hearing it at first was shocking. And then you go into the description of it and the detail. Ugh, I, I don't yeah. know what to say. It's just, I actually don't want to go into the details that I was reading. I think it pretty well speaks for itself. Yeah. And we'll leave it at that. So did you hear what Mike Dicka said? I mean, I know Mike Dicka is tough as nails. He stands up for everything, believes, but in this PC society in which we live, Michael Dick, Mike Dicka is, is quoted as saying that kneeling athletes should get the hell out of the country because it's, you know, I remember we had this argument when, when Kaepernick uh, first made his stand, you know, taking his knee and Kaepernick, just, Kaepernick. I know. I realized I got that wrong. When it's, I all right. it. it's all right. It's all right. And I meant that with all respect. Uh, you know, his- I, I, I'm giggling because you, you kill it every single time in the octagon. And then on this show, like we see that you're fallible. It's good. I'm human. I'm only yeah, yeah, human. I yeah. never, I never make any bones about it, but right. um, I guess, I guess he's getting a, you know, a little flack for that, but you know, people, this is an old school, old breed individual. And I can understand I'm wondering why he's saying what he's saying. Cause other people I knew, including myself and my feelings at the time when that first happened, but there were so many changes have taken place since the first time that changes Colin- haven't taken place. Oh no. Awareness has gotten bigger. Awareness I mean, has gotten bigger. Here's yeah. the thing about it, Bruce. And this is my issue with people that seem to get upset about uh, players kneeling uh, at foot at football games. Um, them saying like, look, it's, it's not about that here. It's all about the game. We should be, you know, just the game and respect the flag, blah, 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 blah. They're also mad that there are peaceful protests as well you know what i mean and and that's the issue so it's like okay so you're going to critique peaceful protests you're going to scream and holler about you know protests that turn violent but you're also going to complain about someone kneeling in a football game like isn't that better than the protests in your mind like isn't wouldn't that be better like i don't know like i i can't say what better is what not it's just whatever's legal and proper because everybody has a right to protest and i hope the results are very positive Listen, you do what you got to do as long as you're not breaking the law and doing it the wrong way, as we've witnessed uh, over the last few months and some of the things that have happened. Uh, You know, one of the other things that's going on because this COVID-19 thing is that because breweries are not making kegs of beer because they're not serving tons of beer in in restaurants and bars being closed, now there is a shortage of aluminum cans in this country. Yep. You think there would be an abundance of aluminum cans? If you want to get a 12-ounce aluminum can right now, uh, the problem is, is prompting viewers like Molson Coors, uh, Carl Strauss to cut back on the number of brands they're selling because they're not able to stock it. They're not able to create the, the, uh, how the cans is that, for I the mean, demand. How is that, though? They've never stopped making aluminum cans for soda. Beer sold in cans accounted for 50% of all beer sold in 2010. 60% in 2019. Right, but and they make 20, soda buff. Like soda's in aluminum cans. It's, I know. It, I don't understand. But, that, but see, there's been this demand. And since the bars and the restaurants have gone down, the production for beer demand has gone up. Therefore, more cans are needed, therefore causing the shortage. Okay. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. Well, you might see some brands which are not going to be stocked. 
you know? I mean, we're seeing that already. Like, have have you been able to buy like sanitary bleach wipes or anything like that? Like I haven't seen a bleach wipe in a store in four months. I haven't looked for one because I stocked up a little bit um, and I don't have a large supply of needs for that. But I thought you were going to say, I don't have to look for them because I have a cleaning lady. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, I have that too, but I, I also do cleaning myself. Look, she's not here this week. I got to do my laundry oh, before I go to UFC. So That's funny. And I'm quite adept at doing laundry these days. I actually do quite a good job. So we'll see. Hey, listen, TJ, um, there's a couple like feel good stories here I want to go over. Okay. Let's hear them. And uh, one of them, one is this uh, situation happened. You know, we talk about the lottery, right? Right. So how, let's say that I said to you, hey, if I ever won the lottery, TJ, I'm going to split it with you, right? Mm-hmm. And 28 years later, yeah. I win $22 million. Okay. Would you be upset if I didn't split it with you? I would probably forget, so we won't have to worry about that. But I would appreciate it if you called me up and said, hey, 28 years ago, I said if I ever won the lottery, I'd hook you up. And well, I won the lottery. Well, kudos to a man named Thomas Cook. Because 22 years ago, he told his best friend, Josephine, that if he ever won the lottery and he's in, from Wisconsin, that he would split it with him. Well, Joseph Cook just won $22 million. Wow. And he is, giving, he is giving his friend, Josephine, and I'm looking at this picture of, this, of both of them with their wives, a beautiful picture. But he is going ahead and he is giving him $11 million. How does that work? Um, does he they have chose- to claim all of the money and then he awards that to his buddy? Because no, like, there's like taxes involved with that, you right? Choose like- the cat. There's two ways to do it. If you get yeah. the money and you give the money, uh-huh. then you can write off the money you give off right. your taxes and right. they're responsible. In this case, they had a choice of taking a cash a bulk sum of $16.7 right? $16. Million, right? Mm-hmm. Which means they each took home $5.7 after taxes, which is theirs to do whatever they want. But he's not... Like the the friend who is being gifted this money is not obligated to pay the taxes based on winning himself because he did not win himself. No, you understand what I'm saying? No, you go in and you say, I won this with my friend. Oh, that's why you're splitting it. Okay, got it, got it. Once they get the money, the taxes have already been paid. So there are no tax liabilities. They have $5.7 million now to do whatever they want with. That's great. That's awesome. It's very cool. But I mean, he wins 20 some million and walks away with five because he gave half to his buddy. After taxes. You, I've been bright, but you realize. Million cash. Okay. And then, and then after taxes, you got to figure yeah. that. Sure. You split I'm it just, up and that's what it comes to. I'm yeah. just saying like, again, reports $20 million winner and he's just walking away with a little bit over five. Mm-hmm. Be I mean, that, that's even, um, you know, more credit to that man. He gave half away to pay taxes and taxes a 50% minimum. Right, but I'm saying, he, but again, like he won 20 million and he's walking away with five. He's walking with 25%. Like, that's crazy. Hey, listen, he's walking away with millions. He's happy. Oh, I agree. I agree. But I mean, n- nowadays, Buff, you know this better than anybody. We've seen it time and time again with pro athletes. Just because you, you know, come upon multiple millions of dollars in your life, if you're not smart, that money is going to be gone. We'll find out. Everybody comes out of the woodwork. Everybody comes out. Every family member you know is going to be after you for something. Hey, TJ, you eat Red Lobster? No. Okay. Well, Red Lobster is known for selling what? Lobsters, right? Lobster. And they're usually Red Lobsters, right? Well, okay. when you cook lobster, don't they all turn red? I don't know. Uh, yeah, they do. Well, here's the thing. There is such a thing as a blue lobster, which is a very rare, rare lobster. Okay. So in Akron, right? In Akron, Ak- Ohio. Akron, um, okay. Akron, sorry. Here we go again. 
uh, a Red Lobster employee was doing a, a found a blue lobster in a delivery to a Cuyahoga, Cuyahoga Falls eatery, right? Uh-huh. The, the delivery of lobsters came in. About one of every two, one out of every two million lobsters is blue. Okay, really? one out of every two million. Wow. Very, very rare. He noticed the blue lobster in this batch of lobsters that came in, and he saved its life and pulled it from the uh, from the from being cooked in the restaurant. I know it sounds crazy, and I know it's a lobster. You might think, well, they don't have a brain. They don't have this. You know what? I think it's a great story. The man found a blue lobster in a sea of red lobsters, pulled it, and found to be one of the rare lobsters, and they're putting back into habitation. Wait, lobsters don't have brains? No, I'm saying if you look, well, it's probably a very small brain. I'm just saying I mean, it's still a living creature. So right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, honestly, I heard you say that, and I was like, wait, are they like jellyfish? No, no, no. I'm sure they have a brain. They have an exoskeleton, and I'm sure there's a brain inside for sure. So, I mean, that's the problem with those dang lobsters. And this is why I think I don't eat seafood. It's like they look like bugs. I don't want. Well, want you know, before you, have a, before you have a lobster, well, that's what they call them, bugs. And they have crayfish. You ever eaten crayfish? Hang, hang on. Wow. No, 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 no. You were onto something. Lobsters don't have brains. Oh, they don't? Okay. No. They also right. do not feel pain. Well, that's why you stick them in hot water. <laughs> that's why you stick them in hot water. Sure, because they don't feel pain. Not because you want to eat them. Listen, before you have your lobster dinner and you open your bottle of wine, TJ, we talked about it in the show, but I'm very happy to announce that yesterday in Kentucky, in a factory, my partners in my uh, factory, or excuse me, brewery, whatever the term is to be called for it, but we started rolling out Puncher's Chance bourbon. Look at that. That's real? This is real. This is my release. It'll be happening and released in uh, eight states in the United States starting in September. Um, we're going to roll out about 12,500 cases. Cases are already starting to be packaged there. This all started yesterday. See wow. All that? Yeah, it looks great. And one little more little tidbit here. Are you a bourbon drinker? Yes, I happen. I mean, I don't drink a lot. Right. But when I do drink, I enjoy a fine bourbon. Yes, I See, do. See, I don't drink at all. Um, but I mean, you know. My, my, my dad was giving me tastes of booze when I was a small kid. Can you see that? I'm so proud of this. That, that's the ball yeah, is rolling that. out. Is that that's awesome. Incredible? That's amazing. That. Yeah. That's absolutely amazing. Um, but I will say, again, not a drinker myself, but if I were to drink anything, it would be bourbon. Bourbon actually has a, a real sort of flavor to it, a taste, if you will. Well, let me tell you something about bourbon. <clears throat> when they make bourbon, like in scotch, you need to have age casts, you know, 12 years, 20 years, whatever. Right. Bourbon, they take those aged casts that, that scotch was made in that have already mm-hmm. been around forever, and that's where they make the bourbon, which can be refined and distilled to the point to be able to be drunk within a year. How long does it take to brew? Within a year. Within a year. You can do it within a year, yeah. Got it. Okay. Um, so, correctly. This, this bourbon that we have, we secured uh, about 100,000 barrels, mm-hmm. right? It is I'm telling you, you pick the finest, whether it's a maker's mark or the finest bourbon out there, we will be competing as one of the top shelf finest bourbons on the market. So you're saying as far as, you know, premier bourbons go, you've got a puncher's chance. I got a puncher's chance. And the reason I love puncher's chance, because I I am all about puncher's chance, which is all about the underdog, that one chance that you can throw that one punch to win in life, whether it's Rocky against Apollo Creed, whether it's any of us, when we get knocked down, I am all about getting up. As Rocky said, moving forward and punching harder than ever and being the best you can be. You know that about me, TJ. And that's why my bourbon is called Puncher's Chance. I want to get across that attitude. And I have a lot of people ready to come on board to promote it. But right now, we're starting off here. Next year, we're going to explode. 
That's great. I'm, I'm excited to uh, try to get my hands on it. How do, you said eight states are going to have access to it? Yeah, we're going to be coming out in California, Florida, Massachusetts, Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Texas uh, over like the course of September through November. I appreciate you uh, getting it into Minnesota like I asked, you know, for all my family. Yeah, well, I mean, I know they, we know where people drink. <laughs> oh, man. We've done our research. We know uh, what's up. Is it is it something that someone could buy online down the road or anything I'll like be, that? I'll be I'll be announcing all of that right now. It's mainly um, the uh, distributor who is sure. all the major markets. Also, yep. we're going to be in uh, Bonds, Albertsons, oh, and Pavilions. That's awesome. Yeah, so it'll be all over. I will make announcements where you can get it. Obviously, there'll be a website where I'm sure you can order. Uh, but right now, the initial uh, outrun, we've already half of it's already taken. Wow, that's that's great. 60,000 bottles are already gone. Wow. And people haven't even tasted it yet. I have. Well, you have. You have. I'll have a bottle here in the next two weeks or a couple of cases. So if you get yourself up here. Sure. One day. Yeah, yeah. A nice little swing. I mean, af- after the pandemic. After the pandemic. After the pandemic. Yes, we have to be very careful of things. TJ, um, I got to say again, you know, my cameo orders coming in, all these orders coming in. Christian Don't even get I, me started. Don't even get me started. No, I'm not. But I got to say for, for me, it's been so busy. And everybody, again, thank you for your video and audio orders coming into BruceBuffer.com. I just put up a brand new website at BruceBuffer.com. Go ahead and check it out. Nice. Everybody watching us on video on the show, please subscribe to It's Time on our YouTube channel. Um, the more subscribers we get, as TJ and I promise you, once the UFC has fans allowed in the audience again, I will be giving away tickets. But before then, I will be giving away other things. So please, the more subscribers yep. we get, the happier we can make you with giveaways that I would like to have because we love our audience internationally. It's growing every week. Very excited. TJ, I know you're an Invicta. Let's sign off. Tell people. What's uh, real quick, before we get to that, I was just going to say uh, we have a marketing department that is uh, budding and coming together. Yeah. So we'll have some promotional things uh, right there. But um, I lowered my cameo price buff. Okay. Oh. It's now just five bucks. Five oh, bucks. Jesus, TJ. It's the same oh as God. a monster truck price. Like if you want to go see monster trucks, you can get tickets for five bucks. So uh, if you want a cameo where I do something, I don't know, pr- pretend you're a fighter and like give the walk, you know, info yeah. or something like that, or create your own fight ending call, uh, go over to cameo, cameo.com forward slash TJ DeSantis, five dollars. Uh, I'll say whatever you want me to say. So go and do it. Grab, grab TJ because if you come over to Bruce Buffer, it's going to cost you two ninety nine. So right, exactly. <laughs> you're getting a great buy for five dollars from TJ. TJ, that's you're what, undercutting yourself, I'm... but that's okay. That's hey, no one was buying at twenty five, so you know I can always up it. So five bucks, I'll right. say something, and uh, it'll be amazing. In the meantime, uh, if you want to hear uh, what I do when people actually pay me real money, you can watch Invicta FC coming up this Thursday night. I guess that's the same day that this airs. So tonight. On UFC Fight Pass, we have an exciting six-fight card. Uh, it kicks off at, uh, I believe, 7 p.m. Central. That's 8 in the East, um, 5 in the West. And uh, you can watch it live on Fight Pass. Fantastic. Have a good show. I'll have a good show on Saturday from UFC. I'm looking forward to it. Everybody out there, again, uh, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for enjoying Puncher's Chance. When it comes out, we'll be talking more about this. And uh, with that being said, everybody have a great week. And, Set your goals, write them down, be a role model to your sphere of influence. It's important to know the importance of what you're doing and feel passion for what you're doing. So when you set on that path, you perform, you be the best you can be because then you're winning. Whether you're number one, it doesn't matter. Be the best you can be 
and you're winning. That's what we talk about on It's Time Radio. That's what I'm all about in my life. Everybody, take your puncher's chance. Get out there and have a great week. Love you all. Buffer out. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Whether you're a market seller, I'll take two tomatoes and a cucumber. poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber. Signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Touch-free QR code payments. No seller fees until 2021. Not applicable to PayPal here transactions. Other fees may apply. Shop safe with PayPal. With the new iPhone SE for less than 100 bucks at Metro, you rule. It's the most affordable iPhone on the number one brand in prepaid. So whether you're studying online or FaceTiming, Hey, Mom. Hi, dear. The iPhone SE has all you need. Switch to Metro and get the iPhone SE for $99.99 after rebate redemption and six months of service with AutoPay. Metro by T-Mobile. Rule your day. Limit one per account slash household. Requires port and ID validation. Not valid for numbers currently on the T-Mobile network or active on Metro in past 90 days. Restrictions apply. See store for details.